0: Previously on Escape This Podcast.
1: It's done. The security guards are in the office. They'll be ready for you when you arrive. I'll lock them in, give them an exhausting task. They won't fight back. Praise my Sarrus.
0: Praise what? My Sarrus?
1: My investigation was not simple. I've learned terrible things. Captain Green and Jamie Wilson are in danger, and who knows how many others. The mayor's desk is moving, shifting aside to reveal a secret passageway the floor under your feet isn't plain like you assumed. It's got words carved into it. Hanging from the ceiling mm. is the unmoving body of former Mayor Khalil. Ah. The horrifying image hits you and your blood turns to ice and you whip around to grab Derek in fear. Yeah. But Derek isn't there. The final sacrifice is ours.
0: Welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's a mix between tabletop role-playing and escape room puzzles. We're on episode two of our Children of Misara's arc, and it's getting creepy. Each episode, our puzzle master, Danny takes guests through a room of her own creation, apparently getting creepier and creepier as they go on. And this episode, our guest is Rob. Hi, Rob. Hi, Bill. Now, have you done any escape rooms before? I've never done an escape room, no,
2: but I have spent hours playing lots of pen and paper role-playing stuff. So
0: maybe that might help today, but I'm not betting on it. We'll get through it either way. You're a smart guy. You can solve the puzzles. Now, before we get started, um, if you listen to this episode and you think, wow, that Rob, he's a cool guy. uh, Do you have anything else people can sort of find you on? Uh, yeah, I'm a drummer for a band called
2: The Blindfolds. Um, we've just released a new album called Smoke and Mirrors. We'll probably be having a launch sometime in February, March. If you're in the inner west, maybe you'd like to check us out.
0: Yeah, wonderful. I'll link to your Facebook or any other places people can find you for that. With that being said, Danny,
1: After the disappearance of Derek, you, Bill, head back through the tunnel to the mayor's office... The door there is not locked anymore, it's now wide open, and nobody stops you as you walk out. The children of Mysaris must have gotten what they needed out of you. You don't know what threat they pose to the town, but Mayor Khalil tried to stop them, and look what happened to him. And now they've taken your coworker and friend and possibly others. Children of Mysaris, the more you think about it, the more they sound like eldritch cultists. You don't believe in any of that, but if these children do, it makes them dangerous. That verse that was written in the secret passage—you remember roughly what it said, right?
0: Uh, Yes. Yeah, it was sort of a list of sacrifices, almost.
1: That's what it sounded like—a list of people, list of sacrifices. Mechalil did also say that these guys had been following Captain Green,
0: who was the first on that list of uh, a captain was possibly the first on that list.
1: Perhaps that means that he's next. Oh no,
0: Captain Green!
1: You hesitate calling the police and showing them Mayor Khalil's body should be your first priority. But if you find Captain Green, you might be able to protect him, stop him from becoming the next victim. And maybe, just maybe, he knows a thing or two about the children of Mysaris that could help you find Derek.
0: So I need to either get to the police or get to Captain Green. I mean, look, Captain Green is the first on my creepy, creepy list. That's probably a good place to go. And if the new mayor is part of the... Children of Myasaurus. Who knows if the the police police can be trusted?
1: Now, you have a town map at your disposal.
0: I do. It's a very, very beautiful town map.
1: Where do you think you might find Captain Green in the middle of the afternoon?
0: Well, looking at this, and for anyone who's following, it'll be linked in the show notes pretty much of every episode, probably. I'd say so. This. I'm so sorry. Shut up, obviously you've gone into a lot of effort, but it's a bit hilarious. If
1: anyone has non-paint related graphic design skills, (laughs) feel free to make your own great map. And send it to me so I can use it. But I did a really good job at this paint and stock image <laughs> picture.
2: No, it's amazingly clear. I mean, obviously, yeah, you obviously know, you want between to to... the burger joint, the uh, occult stand,
0: and the Lego store, right? Uh, now down in the bottom left of this map, now, I see there is a.
1: If you scroll to the right, there's mm. a list of the places. Yes, there, are. there
0: is what looks like a boat, and if I check, that is the Yacht Club. The Yacht Club. Now I imagine as a captain with a boat. The Yacht Club's probably the best place to look. Yeah, I'd say he'd be inclined. You're not even here yet. I'm, a, I'm still alone. Oh, you're, I'm are you're, you're a mysterious figure who hasn't been assigned a character yet. So I, by myself, will make the decision to go to the Yacht Club.
1: You approach the Yacht Club, the salty sea air hitting your nose, relaxing you despite your nerves. It's such a lazy afternoon, it's hard to believe there's a town-destroying plot going on under everyone's noses. The Yacht Club is definitely open, the automatic doors to the entrance hall opening easily for you, but it looks deserted. Maybe this endless sunshine is somehow not boating weather? You head down a hallway, following signs to something called the Club Room. Seems unnecessarily vague. You reach a wooden door and swing it open. Looking around, you sort of see why Club Room works – it's a large, single room decorated with a predictable maritime theme, where people can mill about and drink champagne and look at fun things on the walls. In the very centre of the room there's a circular stone water feature, and you can see several small fish swimming in it. In the far right corner is a bar with champagne bottles lining the counter. And beside the bar, the wall is decorated with a huge, mounted swordfish, and a board covered in a long list of names. To your immediate right, a rowing boat is taking up most of the floor space. The wall directly opposite you, behind the water feature, has a floor-to-ceiling window that looks out over the moored boats. Sitting in front of the window are three closed chests, like pirates' chests, and a display table of ships in bottles. In the far left corner, there's a rope ladder sitting up in the ceiling rafters. It's very hard to describe it. You know, there are ceiling rafters, and this rope ladder is just sort of slung over it. Okay, but
0: we couldn't, say, reach it from where we are. It's, it's you'll get to that, rafters. but no, you can't.
1: Built into the left wall are two big cupboards, both closed so you can't see the contents. At first Bill, that's all you see, and you wonder if you've been barking up the wrong tree by coming here. You walk towards the window. Maybe you'll see something on one of the boats. When you hear the door slam shut behind you, ah. you spin around. And oh, in the left corner, right behind the door when you'd opened it so it was blocked from your view, you see Captain Green, aka Rob.
2: Yeah. Yay! <laughs>
1: <laughs> Only it's Captain Green bound and gagged.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bill, you rush towards him. <laughs> Don't you tell me what I did. You rush towards him. <laughs> The knotted rope tied around him doesn't want to loosen at all, but you can pull the gag from his mouth right away. (laughs) Rob, you rush into an explanation of what's happened. A mysterious person approached you a couple of weeks ago asking you about navigation, knot tying, areas in which you're quite an expert. Odd though they were, you're an obliging man, you shared everything you know. And this afternoon they came back to the club, excited by how much they'd learned, and asked if they could demonstrate for you a few things they'd been practicing. (laughs) If you'd known that they meant, let me tie you up and call someone to come and get the waiting sacrifice, you might have said no. They were still here when Bill walked in, but Bill, when you walk to the window, they seize their chance to run out and lock you in. Now you are trapped in here, waiting for someone to come and get you. Again. (sighs) Rob, you may not be able to help too much unless Bill can find a way to untie you, but you do have one extra piece of information. The person who tied you up placed something inside one of those chests by the window and said that the person coming to get you would need it. Perhaps that could be useful.
0: Oh, okay. So, we're in the room. You're tied Mm.
2: up. So... The nefarious individual who um, tied me up said something about leaving a key in one of those chests over yonder underneath the window. It
1: might have been a key, you can't say that for sure.
0: I'm presumably, I can't untie these knots by hand, they're too good, or can I?
1: The ropes around Rob just look like an unsalvageable mess. Now Rob, you know everything there is to know about knots. You could easily instruct Bill on how to free you, Mm -hmm. except the main part of the knot is behind your back. You can't see what type it is. You also suspect that it's a combination of two different knots, making it really difficult to describe. Luckily, you know that in the left cupboard, there's a poster with pictures of all sorts of knots on it. Bill will have to take a look and identify the knot himself. Only then will you be able to tell him how to untie you.
0: Okay. Well, in that case, why don't I go and check out these knots? Or, you know what, first port of call, Mm -hmm. is there a knife behind the bar?
1: (laughs) Not so much. You go and have a look at the bar and it looks about the same as it did from a distance. Nothing noticeable about it except the dozens of champagne bottles lined up on the surface. You note the dates on some of the labels and they're all pretty old for champagne. And Rob, you know, that's because these champagnes are rarely drunk. They're mostly used for smashing on boats for christenings.
2: Right. Okay. So the glass isn't good enough to cut through the rope. Probably not. I'd, I'd
0: probably just kill you. Look, <laughs> 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 let, let me get this shattered piece of glass right near that rope on your wrists and just start going at it. No, maybe right. not. Okay, well why don't I go to the cupboard on the left? Is, is that openable? The cupboards are both locked. Need a key or do they need some sort of combination lock? Both of them are locked with key locks. Okay, so I need to find keys. Do you... where do you think there'd be a key? Where should I look?
2: Well, there were those chests... Under the window,
0: maybe. Even... Yeah, fine, that was the first
1: thing to <laughs> look for. Look, the people who work at this place, they're known to hide a couple, hide of, things. A couple of things. And who knows what this Child of my Cyrus person did. They probably messed up your whole system. So,
2: yeah, yeah. But let's Thanks.
1: take a look at these chests. So they do look like replica pirates' chests, only clean, modern. All three of them are locked, but oddly, none of them is unlockable with a key. The first chest has a number combination lock, and on a tiny printed sticker on the back of the lock, you can just see the words rungs, comma, missing, comma, rungs. Oh. The second chest has a combination lock, but where the numbers would normally be, it has geometric shapes. Oh. And the third, uh the third chest has nothing at all. There's no visible way to open it. And unfortunately, Rob, you have a sneaking suspicion that was the one the child of Mysaurus was hiding. there valuable.
0: Oh, no. Can I... Okay. Plot thickens. What if I lift it up?
1: You can lift it up.
0: No, it's not... There's no hole in the bottom? No. (laughs) Damn.
1: I know we've been foiled by that in a real escape room before.
0: Uh, What do you think? Um, Obviously, rungs. He's gonna, and you don't need to do a character voice the entire time. You can just be Rob. No, you no, like. Like. I'll, I'll, that'll tire pretty quickly. If yeah. he, um,
1: I can refer to you as Captain Green if you'd prefer as well, just to be a bit more deferential.
2: Yeah, let's try
1: that okay. and see how tiring that gets.
0: And I'll be Colonel Mustard. Here <laughs> we <laughs> um, What do you think? Obviously, rungs is going to be the the ladder, right? It'll be something to do with this rope ladder.
2: Yeah, yeah. there was a rope ladder in the in the rafters. Rungs missing. Rungs. Oh. Maybe it's got something to do with
0: the number of rungs on the ladder itself. Yeah, prob- though, can we reach the ladder? Or is it kind of curled up on top of the rafter? You
1: can't reach this rope ladder. It's right up in the rafters. It's like someone just threw it up there and it got wrapped around a beam.
0: Okay, so I can't probably get a good count on those Not rungs.
1: well, no. Mm.
0: Mm. So we need something to knock that down. There is a rowing boat. Maybe there's an oar in there. Ooh, yeah, let's go to the rowing boat. What does the rowing <laughs> boat look like? When
1: you say let's again... That's being a bit mean to oh, Captain Green. I'm just
0: dragging him by the hair as the we
1: <laughs> Well, Bill, from what you know of rowing boats, this one is pretty normal, if a bit old. The paint mm-hmm. is kind of worn. Bottom has some latched-on little mollusks and other dirt that no one's bothered washing off. Captain Green, you know this boat is a recently retired multi-regatta winner. Has five seats, one for each of the four rowers and a small one up the front or back for the coxswain to sit. The oars are not here, They'd
0: oh, probably ores. just get
1: in people's way.
0: Another mystery. I've drawn the oars in my picture. You've made well, me a liar. Well, that's
1: embarrassing.
0: <laughs> okay, I so, might have done that as well. <laughs> so we've got no oars. Um, I say if we keep looking around, we'll find we'll a have lead to find somewhere, something. right? Yeah. So what do you think we should? I should go to next? Maybe the bar. We haven't
2: given that a good inspection. And there is a swordfish hanging over it. Ooh, okay.
0: Well, why don't we look at... The the bar just had the old champagne bottle,
1: Yes, the bar was unexciting except for lots of champagne bottles.
0: So why don't we look at the swordfish then? Yes.
1: Looks exactly like you'd expect a mounted swordfish to look. Big pointy nose thing, tiny closed mouth, wide black eye. Presumably two black eyes, but you can only see one because it's side on. On the end of its... Sword? Do you just call it a sword? Just call it a sword. There's a big cork, presumably for safety so nobody gets stabbed.
2: (sighs) Remove the cork of safety.
1: With some tugging, the cork comes off, and for a second, you think everything's okay. Then, too quickly for you to stop it, the entire sword nose breaks off the fish's face and falls to the floor. Oh no! Oops! If you wanted a cork that badly, you probably should have just taken one from the champagne bottles.
0: <laughs> uh, well, I take the the. How long is this sword nose?
1: About a foot long. It's not huge.
0: Okay, and it's not very. Sh- it's not sharp, is it? I mean, not really sharp. I couldn't cut things with it. It's I, just a... It'd no. probably break again. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: clearly this is a fragile piece.
0: Is there anything in the? Can I, is there anything in the nose or in the fish if I look through the nose hole now? It's not a. It's not a hole. It was a nose.
2: Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that didn't work. <laughs> no. But we do have
0: a free nose. We do have a nose. We do have a nose. Uh, a sword nose. It could
1: sword be nose. of use.
0: I'm assuming I'm not talented enough to pick locks with the nose of a swordfish.
1: Not so much. You're the security worker. You're the opposite of that.
0: Okay, so we've
2: looked at the bar. We've looked at the rowing boat. There was a water feature in the middle of the room. Mm. Maybe we should check
0: that out. Sure, let's go.
1: The water feature is very nice. The exterior is made of fancy stone and there are all sorts of pretty fish swimming in it. They all look content. Except one. There's a little grey one that's swimming slower than all the rest, and you have a feeling something's wrong with it. Oh no.
2: Can you spear it with the nose? <laughs> oh <that's laughs> no! So well generally know, no I'm murder
1: not, is I'm one not of untying my rules. you
2: anymore. <laughs> You're doing him a favour, he's obviously got finnock. Oh no, the,
1: yachts, <laughs> the, middle. the yachtsman kills fish. <laughs> oh no. Just, oh, I found this really sad fish,
0: Captain Green. Murder it, kill it, <laughs> stab it with a nose. This is the way of the sea, boy. <laughs> okay, so it's got a sad grey fish. Anything else about it notable? There's no statue in the middle that's pointing no. to things in the room? <laughs> no.
1: Not so much.
0: Okay.
2: I think the grey fish is the key. Can I this. grab the grey fish?
1: You try, but come on, even if it's a slow swimmer, you're trying to grab a fish. You I th- fail. I
0: stab it with the nose. No, you don't. No murder. Maybe we need a net. No, we'll need a net. Okay. Or a tiny fishing rod. <laughs> uh, what else haven't we looked at? There are ships in bottles. Ooh. This is true. Then let's look at the ships in the bottles towards the back Bill, of the room.
1: you've never seen these sorts of things up close before and they're about as amazing as you'd expect. The skill and effort that goes into making them is astounding. They're all perfectly painted. Glossy wood means that when you spot something silver in one of them, it catches your eye. Ooh. You peer in closer. Sitting on one of the boats is a tiny key. Oh, nice. The back end of this key is circular, you know, one of those ring keys. I've got an image attached if that doesn't make sense but you know old-timey keys just have sort of a circle yeah, like a
0: circle at the, at the back. base of the key
1: and it's not that far from the bottle's opening you try to stick your finger in to hook it inside the circle bit but you come up just short
0: hmm
2: if only we had something
0: long and sharp to that retrieve was probably it. about a foot long
1: maybe about a foot long
0: i i use the um the Swordfish nose to scratch at my chin and I go, hmm, where could we find something like that? You're so
1: confident. I'm so <laughs> wrong, sorry. That's wrong, isn't it? <laughs> you try to stick it in and it will go in almost it gets a bit thick so it doesn't go too and I far. Can't hook but the it key? doesn't hook. It's really solidly straight. It's got no hookability. Oh.
0: I can and I can't bend it at the
1: end? No, it will not bend.
0: Mm.
1: It's been really
0: farmed. <laughs> um so we need something hooky to hook that key and then use it on one of the cupboards, presumably. Maybe, yeah. Then maybe I can unlock it. So what kind of hook-like objects are in the room? Well, we haven't had a look yet at the board with names or the window looking outside. Sorry. So maybe one of those will let us see a hook. Maybe there's a hook on the window, start so like keeping the, the window latched closed. Maybe. Oh, yeah. uh, so let's look at the well, board of names is going to have a hook. Let's look at the window. What's the window doing?
1: It looks out over all the moored boats. Great view, but the window itself is interesting too. While most of it's clear glass, the panes at the very top have some decorative shapes stained into them. There are seven coloured squares, but only the first five actually have shapes. The first is a straight vertical line. The second is a capital D. The third is a dollar sign, specifically an American one.
0: So with two lines Mm. there.
1: The fourth is two semicircles almost touching each other.
0: Okay, so like a circle but with a gap in the middle. Are, are they? But they had the lines on. them Yes. As well. Okay.
1: So I suppose like a D and a backwards D. Sure. And the fifth is a musical quaver. So basically a square without the bottom line and two little off-center circles attached to the legs.
0: Okay, um, and that's so there's two more unfilled Correct. squares. Correct. These are shapes. Do these shapes in any way match the shapes on that uh, lock on one of the chests?
1: Let's say you see one or two of those ones there. It does seem like it could have a relationship.
0: So I think, what do you think looking at these? There's obviously a pattern that's building up. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts about what that might be? Um, Well, it kind of looks like one
2: shape contributes to the base of the next one, mm. somehow.
0: Yeah, so the first one has this single straight line. Yeah. The next one has a single straight line with, with a big a curve, curve off on the side. That's right. The second one... Third one. Sorry, the third one has um, two, two lines. straight lines. Yeah. And an S is... I mean, it's kind of like a extra curvy shape. Like, compared it's to a D. basically
1: one very curvy line. One
0: very curvy yeah. line. Yeah. But what gets me is then the fourth shape still has two straight lines. Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, that makes sense. We went one straight line, one straight line. Yeah. Two straight line, two straight lines. But we've got, in the second one, there's sort of that semicircle of a D. In the fourth one, there's two semicircles of a D. But then the the S is also sort of two semicircles. I don't quite get how that works. Like, I don't get the, the relationship between the S and the D shapes. If you turn the S on its side, maybe, yeah, maybe an S on its side is still sort of a, just an S on its side. It is because like then the fifth shape has three straight lines to make that heart, that that um, the top part of this square, and two full circles. So there's there's obviously something there, and I'm just not quite not quite getting it, you know?
2: Yeah. So we've got one straight line, one half circle, two straight lines with an S. Two kind of half double. circles unformed, then two straight lines with full half circles, and then we have three straight lines with
0: two full circles.
1: Ah. You're definitely We're on, on the, the right track. track and for this sure. is solvable
0: as is, isn't it? Yes. Hmm. Puzzles. Who's, who agreed
2: to do a show about puzzles? <laughs> so we would have to use the three lines with two full circles somehow.
0: Oh, wait. Maybe the shapes don't matter. It's more, and this is actually possibly similar to one of the very, very early puzzles we wrote that was not even in an episode. It was about straight lines and curved lines. Mm. The first one is a single straight line. Yeah. Then there's a straight line and a curve. Take a D. Then two straight lines, one curve, which is the S. It's just a curved line. Yeah. Then two lines, two two curves to make the two semicircles. This next one is three straights and two curves. Those curves make up the circles. Yeah. So the next one would be some any kind of shape with three straight lines and three curved lines, right? Yeah. And then the next one would be... Like, Four straight lines and three curved lines. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Because, yeah, it's like one to zero, then one to one, then two, uh, then two to one, then two to two then 3 to 2, and then there will be 3 and 3, and then, then 4, four and, three. and 3. Yeah, that makes right? sense.
2: So we're we looking for a shape that
0: has... Yeah, so we go back to that to where that, that shape um, lock was.
1: On the second chest. On the
0: second chest in, in the room. Is there a shape on it with three straight lines and three curved lines?
1: I'll give you an option. Would you like me to give you shapes that work, or are would you... you like to
0: invent your own? Ooh, um... <laughs> and then I can tweet them out so people can see them. All right, let's draw it. Here, I'll draw a four straight line shape and you draw a three straight line shape. Yep. We'll, see, we'll see how they compare. All right. All right, here we go. It's
1: very difficult to make them things and not just a bunch of shapes together.
0: Oh, I've got the best shape <laughs> ever.
1: Mine was... Different, obviously, but <laughs> I have drawn the same basis. I've drawn a tiny top hat,
0: which took me four straight lines, then a face with two eyes to make my three curves. That is the best thing I've ever done in my life. Quit while you're ahead. Podcast <laughs> is over.
1: Well done. Mine for that one was face-based as well. What's yours, But it did Rob? not have a hat. That was minus, pretty
2: good. Mine is some esoterical triangle with curves coming out of its ah. ears. Mm,
1: much
0: more <laughs> geometric. Far less like a human face. My example
1: for that was an ice cream cone, semicircle ice cream on top with some cherries.
2: Oh, that's cool. Right. All
1: right. But either way, your shapes are so fantastic that you go to the geometric shape combination lock and you find those exact shapes on there. Awesome. You go from one to the other and the chest opens. Nice. Inside, you find a book. That's not a key.
0: Books aren't keys.
1: <laughs> it's all about fish, and bookmarked in it is a page about something called the tongue-eating louse. Ugh. Yeah, it's a creepy little creature, burrows into a fish's mouth, eats its tongue, and then sits in the mouth forever, sort of acting as a tongue itself and grabbing nutrients when it can. The book says that if you examine a dead fish's mouth, there's a decent chance you'll find it has a louse instead of a tongue.
0: Greyfish has a louse.
2: That would explain why it's sick. Yeah, I've seen pictures of these things. They're demonic little entities.
1: At university, we got to do some fish dissections, but before we did, we went through all of them, opening their mouths to check, and there were some in there. Yeah. And oh. nasty. It was really cool.
0: <laughs> 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 okay, so let's... I mean, we still can't... We still need, like, a net to catch this fish, and you're still tied up. And I'm still tied up. <laughs> just, I I'm can't. just... I can't just, help you with my naval ability. Just on the other end of the room, being like, "What about a three-sided triangle with some with some half semicircles coming off the sides?"
1: Just to recall, the book says if you examine a dead fish's mouth, there's a decent chance you'll find a louse in it.
2: I think, Bill. Yeah, using our naval instincts. I see one what
0: would suggest. I said, "No, I see where you're going here. I check my own tongue." Exactly. <laughs> Have you had enough vitamin C (laughs) No, what were we actually going to say? Oh, we'll just check out the swordfish, mate. Oh, of course, yeah, dead swordfish. All right, dead swordfish. I open its mouth.
1: It... look, its mouth is very tightly closed. You try to pull it with your hands, but it's just not opening this way. I try
0: it open with its own nose.
1: Using its own sword, (laughs) you can lever its mouth open as far as it will go without breaking. You've done enough damage. And you look inside. Thankfully, there's no tongue-eating louse. There oh. is, however, a key. Ah, oh, sweet! The key.
0: Key. Now we have a whole variety of things to open with keys, uh, and by that I mean really, there's two two things. Um, <laughs> I try and open the cupboard on the left, the not cupboard.
1: Unfortunately, it does not work.
0: Ah, yeah. I try and open. You've the been ca-
1: following the wrong puzzle path <laughs> for this uh, for this one. Um, I've tried to open the key on the, the cupboard on the right. Uh, It does unlock the cupboard on the right. And as soon as you pull the door open, an avalanche of life jackets tumbles over you.
0: I die, ironically. (laughs) That's where I left them. (laughs) I forgot all about them. Um, Awesome. I, I stand up, covered in life jackets. All
1: right. You're welcome to examine these life jackets further if you'd like.
0: I examine these life jackets further.
1: For the most part, they're pretty normal life jackets, but they have a couple of little extra bells and whistles you wouldn't find on a cheap one. Literally? You see a built-in whistle and a waterproof torch, a device that looks sort of like an EpiPen. Ah, but Captain Green, you know that's not an EpiPen. It's a salinity meter.
2: It's a salinity meter, Bill. Oh, really?
1: Inform us how to use a salinity meter. (laughs) It's pretty straightforward. You stick the end in water and it tells you how salty it is so you know if you can drink it or not.
2: There you go. So we just need a body of salty water.
0: Mmm. Ooh. That's an interesting question. So have you ever had an aquarium in your life? I mean, I haven't, but have you ever had an aquarium? I, I believe I have had one in my house, though so I may not have paid much there's attention. There's the whole to. thing, right? If you have fish in an aquarium, the, you know, if they're freshwater fish, they need freshwater. Saltwater fish need salt water, And if you have one that's wrong, the fish will just get dead. Yeah. <laughs> now I wonder... And I feel like maybe there's different levels of salinity for like, different seawater fish and things like that. I wonder if that sad grey fish is sad because it's, the water it's in has an incorrect salinity for that type of fish. Yes. No. Maybe if we measure the salinity of that piece of water we've got, maybe we'll have some idea. about Maybe the, maybe the fish is in the fish book that we found. Mm. Um, I check the salinity... Of the water feature.
1: You dip the salinity meter into the water and the little results window turns bright yellow. Ah. Captain Green, you believe that means not very salty.
2: Bill, that's not very salty water. <laughs> All right.
1: Drink away. <laughs> I take a sip. Um, you get a mouthful of fish poop.
0: <laughs> Do you think... So the, that book that we found...
1: It's a pretty hefty textbook-looking thing. You believe that the bookmarked page may be the only thing relevant to your situation. Okay, so there's no sad grey fish page? No, not so much. What if we just
0: salted the water and see what happens? We could do that. I might kill your fish, Captain. With what? With the salt from the bar that's there for the margaritas.
1: It's a champagne bar (laughs) and
0: nothing else. (laughs) I cry. I cry into the water.
1: Your tears have no effect. (laughs)
0: Fine, I don't have any salt, it's a moot point. Um,
1: Still a couple of things that you could look at in more detail.
0: Well, the window we looked at, we didn't look th- through. I wheel, I wheel Captain Green to the window <laughs> so we can look out together.
1: You are unable to wheel Captain Green to the ah, window. and I'll describe it to But you. you can look out the window. There are ten boats currently moored out there in the yachts area.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I have a picture of these boats.
0: Ooh, nice. Boat picture. Again, this will be linked in the description and for anybody again, who can listen at home.
1: And again, it's a paint diagram, so this ought to be interesting.
0: Uh, I will let Rob, would you like to describe no, this? No,
1: he can't see them.
0: Oh, <laughs> fine. I will describe this for the listeners at home. There are, what, ten very clearly boats. They're not just brown <laughs> diamonds floating Which magically. What would
1: you pick for a boat? It was uh, really Oh, this
0: is like an aerial view, but here we are. We've got we've got ten boats on a uh, beautifully drawn. They're, they're photorealistic boats. Thank you. um And they each have a name, they're, so they're all just kind of tied up. Now the names of these yes, boats. Those
1: are things that they are tied oh, I to. I understood, understood. Little circles your, your with lines attached. Here. Good.
0: Uh, and do you want to start writing these down as we go? You can't see them. He's memorizing them. He has an eidetic memory. No, That's he why doesn't. he became a captain. <laughs> um, this has
1: a point. I'm just, stop cheating.
0: They are Fish Food, Oars Away, Anchors Up, Snails Pace, Love Me Don't, Speed Demon, Purple Rainbow, Hungry Roger, Grey Goose, and Penguin Wings! (laughs)
1: Fun fact about Hungry Roger.
0: (laughs) You have Hungry Roger facts, please.
1: In my notes, I had drawn this up and it was called Unjolly Roger. Oh, no. And somehow while typing, I misread that as hungry. (laughs) (laughs) So So now it's Hungry Roger.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So Unjolly Roger would have made much more sense. (laughs) No, it turned oh. out
2: perfectly. It's, it's it's the best name.
0: Okay, so the hungry Roger. I'm assuming that maybe that happened in real life as well. He wrote a note like, "Oh, can you paint this on my boat?" And you paint, and they, the guys misread it and wrote, "Hungry <laughs> Roger."
1: Unjolly looks nothing like hungry. Oh God, sorry. I need to recover now. Captain Green, you can't see these boats, but you do know that these are the ten boats that raced last weekend. You know a few things about the races involved, Mm -hmm. and so we have some special puzzly facts for you.
2: Some special puzzly facts, alright.
1: The top five racers are counted as the racers who placed, and the other five did not. The racer who won second place was a really sore loser. And he refused to moor unless there were at least two boats between him and another person who placed.
0: Oh, no. (laughs) So he refused to moor unless there
1: were At least two. two boats between them and another person who placed. The racer who came fifth was Snail's Pace, and they're friends with the racer who came third and always more beside them.
0: Friends with someone who was in third place, who yeah. is therefore moored next to Snail place Snail Pace. Snail's yeah. pace.
1: The races on Oars Away and Anchors Up are the only ones of those that didn't place that moor next to each other.
0: Ooh, cool, cool, cool.
1: And lastly, you know that Grey Goose was the winning boat.
0: So, obviously we can use this information to identify who all the places were like we can identify we know who came first it was Grey Goose we know we can work out who came second we can work out who came third we know who came fifth we can work out who came fourth like we should be able to work these out which we can do now but I don't know what we're looking for yeah so this is a puzzle that we can obviously solve but maybe we should leave it until we can till we know what the figure out what it applies to if we can get the order I reckon maybe there'll be a secret message that'll help us get something So maybe we just need to order them, one to five. Okay, let's give it a try. Hey, it's Bill. Welcome to the middle of the show. I'm always excited for a boat-based logic puzzle. I hope we do really well. Just jumping in to do some housekeeping, some admin things. First of all, Rob was a wonderful guest He mentioned his band at the start of the episode. Uh, They actually have a new album out at the moment. So if you want to check it out, it's on Spotify. It's uh, Smoke and Mirrors by The Blindfolds. And I'll add some links to that in the show notes. I'm also going to use the middle of this show to talk about some other kind of indie podcasts that you might want to listen to and support and things that you might actually enjoy. And this episode, I'm going to talk about a show called Advanced Sagebrush and Shootouts. It's an actual play podcast, so they play a role-playing game and you follow along as they play. They're actually, they're not playing D&D, they're playing the Fate system. But it doesn't really matter because they don't worry too much about the rules. It's set in Dallas-Fort Worth, they're cops trying to solve various drug and ninja-related crimes... But it is hilarious, very polished, it's very fast-paced and nice. They do these short 20 to 25-minute episodes, which is rare for the genre, but they do it so well and it really flows through the storytelling and the kind of really honestly collaborative storytelling of it. It's very good. They're three very funny guys who put it together. So check it out. You'll love it. I'll put links to that in the show notes as well. Also, as usual, if you want to get in touch, check us out on Facebook, on Twitter. Uh, Actually, there is a uh, tiny little hidden thing in this episode. Uh, Michael Wells, who's at WellsM on Twitter, suggested a room with a ship in a bottle. Uh, I think he wanted an entire ship in a bottle as the setting, but we've put a little one in here just as a bit of fun for you, Michael. So hopefully that's enough for the moment. Uh, If you do have any other suggestions or want to get in touch, Send us a message on Facebook, on Twitter, or via email. All of that's in the description below. I always love seeing people's notes in, of the rooms that they've done. I've seen a few in the last couple of weeks, and it's been really cool to see people's phone notes. I've started using a little hashtag #fannotes to keep track of them all. The other thing that popped up, which I was not expecting, was Danny's beautiful artwork. You may have seen it on our Facebook page or our Twitter. She's done some great art of the first episode um if anybody else ever feels like doing art for an episode i would absolutely love to see it if a scene takes your imagination and you want to do some fan art and send it to us i'll post it everywhere if you're comfortable with that but i would love to see it regardless Uh, that would be very exciting for me all right uh with that let's get back into the puzzles.
1: Let's let's, let's Let's see what we can work out.
0: So my first thought, right? So I'm going to make ten squares. So let's do who we know, right? Grey Goose came first. Yeah. So the second to last is... came first. Grey Goose. So I've got a one in that box. We also know that Snail's Pace came fifth, and that is the one, two, three, fourth... fourth boat.
2: Fourth boat.
0: Now, here's something fun. Next to Snail's Pace, On the left Mm -hmm. is where oars up and anchors away are, right? Yeah. We know, or you know, Captain Green, that they didn't place. That's right. Which means that if Snail's Pace is friends with whoever came third and moored next to him, it must be the ship on the other side of Snail's Pace. That's right. Who is who? Love Me Don't. Love Me Don't came in third. third. What do you think? What are are we doing next step? What, what What do you think? I'm gonna put an X on those two that didn't place. Fair enough. Mm.
2: So we've got second and fourth place left to find out. With three duds left.
0: Uh yes. That so sounds about right. And we know we know second has to have two people between them and another placer. So two two people who didn't place. And we know so so we have oars and anchors oars up and anchors away are two in a row that are that are non-placed. Yeah. And did that. Was that the only? Did that say that was the only time that that happened? Yes. Which means there's not going to be any other situation where two could have two non-places next to them, right? Presumably, because this is because alls up and anchors away are the only two together. And
1: look, even without that, look at the other positions left. There are no other places. That's true. That look, are two it could away. go
0: next to three because it'd be because it would be next to a placer. It, here, it would be within. It'd be two away so that you could, couldn't could have two on either side. Yeah. Here it'd be next to one. Here it'd be next to one. So we know that that first position has to be who came second. Can't fit anywhere else and have two boats between it and somebody else who placed. Yeah, totally makes sense. That's right.
2: That so the, means that fish food came in second.
0: Yep. Fish food came in second. And if we know there's no other point where two non-placing boats were next to each other, we can just fill them out. Every second boat for the end of it, so the one next to three there's only one more placing boat right yep. so if it's anywhere but uh, one two three four five six seventh it if would it's have... anywhere but seventh there'd be two non placing boats next to each other yeah which is not true so that seventh position has, has to, be, to fourth. be fourth and on all the rest are non places so fourth was purple rainbow purple rainbow. So, what if we write out the names of those ships in the order that they came? Actually, in the illustration, they're written one on top of the other. So, just in
1: case... That was for special purposes. Okay, wonderful. So, so, so it's Grey
0: Goose, Fish Food. Third was Love Me Don't. Fourth? Purple Rainbow. And then fifth was Snail's Snails pace. Pace. And then the rest, we can't work out. They just didn't place, and therefore they're losers who shouldn't be remembered. So... Just looking at this,
2: this is quite cool. I'm getting quite a kick out of this. <laughs> grey fish love purple snails.
0: Ah, oh, the first word of each thing. Well there's a grey fish that's sad. Yeah. Oh nice. I was i have written them out horizontally. I was like, Grey goose fish food loved me, don't oh, that doesn't make any sense. Maybe maybe their names of champagnes. Yeah, <laughs> but if
2: but if you if you take um, The first word of each boat. Yeah. But I like the second one of each one, because it's like, goose food, me don't rainbow paste.
0: <laughs> goose food, me don't rainbow paste. Okay, so we're looking for a purple snail. Wonderful, because we want this grey fish to eat the purple snail that it loves. Exactly. Oh, sweet, good work.
2: So you weren't imagining a snail before? No, I wasn't. <laughs> was there
0: a snail in that water aquarium?
1: There was not a snail in that water aquarium. <laughs> I was being a little bit cagey when I said no, though, because we have not heard the word snail before, but there may have been something... Snaily? A little.
0: Is there a champagne called purple snail? No. I that we can <laughs> pour into the aquarium?
1: Goodness. No, there's still one thing in, well, besides the board, which you still haven't looked at for some reason. Boards are for losers. But there is still one object that could be examined a bit more thoroughly than you have.
0: Maybe the rowboat. Oh! <laughs> rowboat was covered in mollusks. It was covered in mollusks. Mollusks are snails. Let's inspect the rowboat. No, let's check out the board. Danny seems intent that we look all right, at this board right, let's it. check out What's the board. What's on the dumb board?
1: This board, it appears to be a list of the club's presidents throughout the years. There are a uh, hundred names at least. List they, me all of them, please. They have a high turnover. Oops. Uh, it's a very colourful board, the names are written in lots of different colours, and next to each name is a single word in brackets. The words look completely random to you, Bill, but Captain Green, you know that these are the first words of their most prized boat. So, for example, the boat Snail's Pace would have snails written on the board next to their name.
0: Right. Oh. Ah, lovely. Do we have all five of those placing boats? Oh
1: no, they weren't all presidents by any means. Okay, lovely. Oh, are
0: we you president, Captain Green? Um,
2: I I drink It's politics,
1: a lot. man. It's all yeah, the bureaucracy. They they,
2: they never They're had never trusted you in my demeanor. Ugh. But my seafaring abilities were more than adequate. Oh, really? Did you win
0: the races often?
2: Uh, no, no, I stayed in. The he store. knows you even...
1: everything there is to know about navigation <laughs> and you... not time. I'm
0: more of a
2: Racing? theoretical captain.
0: <laughs> Do you even have a boat, Captain Green? <laughs> Let me just come just down here down. and drink. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've got presents with colours and we know that they do the first name of boats. That helped us get the first name of the boats from before. Um do we have anything in which we would need colours of names?
2: Was there a chest that had a combination? It had a
0: number combination based number on combination. rungs and missing things. Are there anything are there any entries missing in this board?
1: No, it's very thorough. Okay.
0: Let's let's try the greyfish. Well, we know where the grey fish is. Let's get the purple snail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we go to the rowboat. Yeah, look uh, for a purple mollusk
1: amongst all of these various, mostly greyish and decaying things that are stuck to the bottom of it. You do find a little cluster of nice purple snails.
0: Awesome. Let's that was eat them. Good eating. Yeah, let's try one. Yeah.
1: You can still examine the rowboat a bit further. Okay, as well, well, if you like.
0: What else is going on with that rowboat then?
1: Where do you think might be a good place to look around in the rowboat? Or
0: um, anything painted or, or anything on the on the outside or the underside of the boat?
1: No, the outside of it is pretty dull, a bit faded. Can I get in? Yeah, you can get in. I get in. All right, you're sitting happily in the rowboat, and let's say, while well, you do that, one of your feet kicks something under the coxer seat. There's something that doesn't quite belong under there. You pull it out, and it's a little toy anchor. It's not as big and heavy as a real one. But, but it's hooky. Oh, it's not that small. Ah, oh, damn. Nowhere <laughs> near that small. <laughs> we
0: were so close. <laughs> so close. So close. <laughs> uh, okay, so we have a tiny anchor.
1: It's not that tiny. I have a foot-high anchor. Sure. Is it heavy? Not as heavy as a real anchor.
0: I throw it overboard.
1: It clutters on the floor.
0: Cool. I don't know if you have, if you have any thoughts about what to do with an anchor. No, well, I don't think I can see in. Oh, I say, oh, I found an anchor. Throw it overboard
2: so I can see. I throw it <laughs> overboard so he can see. That, oh, it's it, a fine it
1: anchor. It to the floor.
2: <laughs> Do I recognise it from anywhere?
1: This just seems to be a random toy. I mean, true. there's a kids' club that goes on in here sometime. Maybe it belonged to one of them.
2: Ah, it's a prop. Oh, it's a prop anchor. It's one of those imposter anchors <laughs> that can get you killed on the high seas <laughs> if you use it, Phil. <laughs>
1: <laughs> imposter Anchor is starting to sound like a great child's name. No,
0: it sounds just sounds like a female tennis player. Set, <laughs> set Imposter Anchor. Um,
2: okay, so we've we've now got a small but powerful anchor.
1: Yes. And the other thing you gained from the rowboat.
0: This purple moss. Oh, Let's morse. feed it to this. No, wait. We'll try one first.
1: <laughs> you lick it, and it tastes like the saddest part of the ocean.
0: Ah, uh, of course. Ah, uh, the memories. Ah, <laughs> uh, we feed it to... We throw it in and, and throw it at that gray Great fish. fish. Well, Mo- I do. You're still tied up. Yeah. Um...
1: Most of the fish dart away as it sinks into the water. They're a bit scared of the new intruder. But your gray fish and a couple of other grey fish that are in there seem interested. They swim up to the snail and clamp their tiny mouths onto the shell. There must be some microscopic food attached to it that these fish happen to love.
0: Oh. So but they don't eat the snail? They just clamp onto the shell? Yeah. Oh, how fun. Does the snail still kind of like walk like move around? It's
1: a snail. It's not doing much of anything. <laughs> you don't know how long it's been on that rowboat. Oh, I'm glad the snail didn't die. Any, so they just they just clamped on this thing now? They are just clamped onto that shell. Can I pick them up now? It's still a bit slippery, but while it's distracted by the tasty purple shell, your slow-grade fish doesn't seem to notice your hand reaching in behind it. And by the time it does, you've cupped it and scooped it up. Now that right. it's in your hands, you can see exactly what's wrong with it. I need a key. Teeny tiny fish hook stuck in its <sighs> fin. Trying to make it as painless as you can, you loop and pull it out, and then you drop the poor fish back into the water.
0: Well, now that I've got this hook, I can hook that key. Yeah, totally. And I, and I hook the key.
1: <laughs> you reach the hook into the bottle, and you manage to get it around the circular end of the key, and moving slowly, you pull that key out.
0: Does that open the nut cupboard?
1: This one does work on the left cupboard. You open it, and as Captain Green said, uh, inside you do see a poster on the back of the door showing pictures of a variety of knots. And also, there are some books and posters and such for the kids' club, and a book called The Kids' Book of Flags is sitting in the middle of the pile.
0: Kids' Book of Flags. Okay, well now that I have this knot poster... Yeah. Is there a knot in the poster that matches the knot on this poser.
1: You have to go back and forth between Captain Green and the poster a few times, but you're quite certain that what you have here is a combination of the leprechaun knot and the Serbian wheel knot. Ah, uh, the old Serbian leprechaun old wheel combo. <laughs> With only a few short instructions, Captain Green, you managed to tell Bill exactly what needs to be done. And Bill, you're amazed at how easily this unmanageable knot loosens oh, under your fingers. You just
0: gotta pull it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Pretty soon, Captain Green is completely it's free. Easy, guys. It's easy. I'm just, free. Just
0: one pull, you just pull one thing. It's easy. Drop one
1: arm. You interrupted my announcement. Captain Green is free.
2: Hooray, Captain <laughs> Green. <laughs> that was the appropriate level of applause. Thank You're you. You're
1: free.
0: Now.
2: Now. We can, sit now in the <laughs> corner and tell me what to do. <laughs> now I can look inside the <laughs> rover, which doesn't need to be looked at anymore. Now you can take the anchor yourself. Now I can take. I will hold the anchor. Cool. Sling it over your shoulder. Because it's I'm a cool. captain and I need my props.
1: Yeah, so what do you still need to do besides clearly get out? Yeah. What's left in this room to manage?
0: Well, okay, let's think. We've got this rope that we... Oh, can you hook the rope with the anchor? We could. Can we reach it?
1: What do you mean, hook the rope with the anchor? Well, the
0: the rope's like kind of tied around the Oh, the the ladder, ladder. the rope ladder. So, the rope ladder. Can we get to that now that we have an anchor?
1: Does that help? I mean... (laughs) You could throw it up there. You're a little bit worried that the anchor's not quite heavy enough and so that if you did hook, it might just sort of get stuck, stuck up there up with it. Well. You'd need some way to get it back.
0: Like a rope <laughs> from the rope ladder. <laughs> well, from your ropes. You were just tied up in ropes. Yes. We rope the anchor by Explain roping it. Explain
1: what you mean. Okay,
0: I take, I take the nut, the rope. I, I, I hook it. Th- does the anchor have somewhere I can like t- put a rope through, like a circle at the end?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I it does. I put the rope through.
0: I do a combination leprechaun <laughs> Serbian wheel knot because I'm actually I can't do that. Can you can you knot this rope for me? I push Bill away in disgust <laughs> at his knotmanship.
1: If that's even. <laughs> do, true. You, do you have a favourite knot?
2: And I put some really dinky knot on it that's super super. Ah, uh, the
1: old, the dink knot the, of your.
2: Yes, it's called a whiz bang dinker super knot.
0: That I a, learned from Iceland. He may be a drunk. He may not be trusted with the presidency. <laughs> he may not even own a boat, but he can do, do a, a night. good knot. <laughs>
2: so I, I wave the knot in Bill's face in smug regard. and I feel ashamed. And I think we should launch that anchor up there and see if we can retrieve that
1: you now basically have a grappling hook you expertly hook your makeshift grappling hook on the rope ladder and you pull it down you thought the top might stay attached but not the whole thing comes down and lies (laughs) limply on the floor it's not in very good condition in fact it's so old some of the steps on this ladder have completely rotted away
0: oh no almost like they're Missing, missing rungs. Oh. <laughs> um, All right, so let's count the number of missing rungs that are on there. Or maybe the number of total rungs.
1: Uh, you count you count the rungs and the missing spots. You count yeah. eight rungs and three spots where it looks like rungs should be. Okay. So
0: would that mean that there are, in total, like 11, 11 spots, m- yeah. rung spots? Yeah. But three are missing? So eight rungs plus three non-rungs equals 11 rungs so this could get us three different like what was it what was again what was exactly what was written rungs comma
1: missing comma rungs Rungs.
0: all right well we know the number of missing rungs is three three. and the question is just whether one of those two rungs is wanting eight for the number of rungs present or eleven for the number of total rungs
2: well, we've got and eight, three, and eleven. We could try and plug that number into the chest and see what happens. Is it
0: a nine? Is it a single digit? Th- like, can I only do the digits one to nine with a zero? It's a, or it's a combination. Yeah, spinny, it's a spinny one.
1: I, well, you know what? It doesn't matter. Let's say it's a three, num- three numbered single digit. Well then,
0: well then, let's do eight three eight. Rungs, missing, missing rungs. All right.
1: Chest swings open at eight three eight, and inside you find a folded up flag. <gasps> <gasps>
2: With this and our kids' book of flags, we can...
1: Conquer the world.
0: Pass the time away learning flag. What do, is it a flag Kings. I recognise?
1: It's not very pleasing to the eye. You haven't seen this one before. The background is a muted yellow on top and maroon on the bottom. And there are four green stars, one in each corner. Five pointed stars? Six pointed stars? Uh, normal five pointed stars.
0: Does it match our, any flag in our kids' book
1: of flags? You flick through the pages until you find a picture that matches your flag.
0: And how does it describe uh, the flag?
1: Apparently, it's called the Drunkard's Flag. The
2: Drunkard's Flag. A short
1: lived emblem of a home brewers union from 1970. Why home brewers needed their own flag, you aren't sure, but there it is.
0: Do you think maybe if this is our home brewing stuff, there might be something to do with those champagne bottles? Some of them made a home brew champagne?
2: Yeah, well, were they old bottles? They were old bottles. Maybe we can try and find one from 1970.
0: Yeah, maybe. Is there a bottle from 1970?
1: You go over to the bar, search for a champagne from 1970, and you find a single bottle. On its label, you see the words, from the president's collection, 3 and 15.
2: So let's have a look at that list of names on that board and see what the third
0: and 15th one are. Yeah, let's look for the third and 15th president.
1: You count until you find the 3rd and 15th presidents, named Hennessy and MacDonald. Hennessy is written in blue, and the word beside his name is up. MacDonald is written in white, and the word beside his name is grass. You don't see any way that makes sense. So Perhaps you're missing something.
0: MacDonald was grass? Yep, we have Hennessy, blue, up, up. and MacDonald, white grass. Yes, I am missing something. What was the full message of that? It was from the president's collection. Yes, three and fifteen. Mm. Oh, how many, how many ships in bottles are there? Oh, like three. Not fifteen. No. Okay.
1: <laughs> um, no, not where,
0: that okay. <laughs> what had some association with three and fifteen, or or blue and white, or up and grass?
1: Colors, in fact.
0: The window had colored squares, didn't it? But we've already dealt with those. Mm. What else has colors on it?
1: There was something that gave you a color.
0: There was a sad gray fish. There was a purple. Then you kept
1: trying to help in different ways.
0: There was a purple. Mo- <gasps> tell me, tell me. Salinity meter gave the us the color. Meter, that was yellow. That was yellow. Yeah. So how did that get us to? Is there any? What's written in yellow on the
1: board? A whole bunch of the names are written in yellow on the board. At least 20. Is there any way to...
0: What is that? How does that help us? Are there any... No, what, what... How can I narrow down these names of yellow into something reasonable? What's the third... Oh, what's the third yellow name?
1: The third president's name written in yellow was Orville, and the word next to his name is chest.
0: Orville chest. And the... 15th
1: the 15th name written in yellow was highbell and the word next to him was coxswain
0: i always spell coxswain xs <laughs> xs coxswain um also i wrote what was his what was his name highbell highbell h i've written, done that as h y b e l l e do what you want is that is i wrote h- it like <laughs> a compound
1: word but like h i g
0: h b e l l
1: that's what i did
2: well i'm figuring, like so We've got blue, white, yellow, yellow, up, grass, chest, and coxswain.
1: But those first ones that you got... I reckon
0: they're irrelevant. They could be irrelevant. They were. I think the trick was to go do the yellow ones, mm. which means we need to look for the coxswain's chest. So the blue up and the white grass was, in fact, a red herring. What if... <laughs> oh. What if... Now, the third chest we have has no reasonable opening mechanism, right? No. But we also know we can pick it up. Yeah. So if the words we have a chest and coxswain, what if we put the chest...
2: Yeah, on the coxswain.
0: On the seat for the coxswain, right? Sure. On All the right. rowboat. Maybe it's like mag- maybe it's magnetically magical. Linked. Yeah, maybe it's got an RFID reader in it. Um,
2: <laughs> oh, those cultists in their RFID chips.
1: <laughs> hey, they can be techno cultists. Um, Escape room fans are kind of cultists.
0: <laughs> let's uh, let's put the techno cultists to the test and put their chest yes. on the coxswain seat.
1: As if there's a hidden magnetic mechanism of some sort. As soon as you put the chest on the cox's seat, its lid pops open. Inside, you find something curious. A scrap piece of paper. On it, in hurried handwriting, you read P3L9. You don't know what that means. You pick up the paper to inspect it for further clues. But instead, underneath, you see something much better—a big key. Big,
0: big key. key. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, the paper said P3L9, mm. which is what they might need, and then the big key presumably will get us out, right?
1: You can give it a try.
0: Should we give it a try? Let's. Let's. I want to get out of it. It is your
1: priority. Yeah, okay,
0: let's so get out of the room. I let's reckon. big key open.
1: You stick the big key into the door and the door swings open. <sighs> Two of you sprint out, but typical. There's no sign of this child of Mysaurus that locked you in. Just a big empty yacht club. Disappointing, but hey, not a total loss. Bill, you may have just saved Captain Green's life. And now you can call the police. With Mayor Khalil's hidden messages and Captain Green's testimony, that's got to be enough for them to realise people are in real danger and start an urgent investigation. Of course.
0: What could go wrong?
1: Bill, you aren't (laughs) carrying a phone. You've been on the job. Yeah. But you asked Captain Green for his. Ah, no reception. Well, that's okay. The police are on the other side of town, technically just outside the town, almost right on the border, but it's not a long walk. You go past the local film studio area, the school shops, and you decide to cut past the mayor's office to get to the police station. It gives you a chill as you pass it, Mm. remembering what happened in there. As you approach the road sign that loudly proclaims, Now leaving Peter's Point, the chill doesn't go away. If anything, it gets stronger. Goosebumps are rising up on your arms, your necks. Despite the hot afternoon, you're shivering and shaking. And then you realise it isn't just you. Everything here is shaking a bit. The trees, the road sign, the ground. You try to take another step forward, but the shaking and the cold grow stronger, too strong for you to move through. You physically cannot reach the sign. There is something here, some invisible barrier keeping you in Peter's point. And you suspect keeping the police out. You're going to have to solve this yourself.